the Lulbergs. That's our word, brought to you by Room for Freedom. Still nothing there yet. And I'm here with James Weeks, the degenerate who's ruining the Libertarian Party. Ugh. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> with your libertinism. By the yes. way, before we get into it, because I wanted to talk about movies, because you saw a bunch of movies, and I saw a movie, because <laughs> I don't really get out to the theater much, but I should, uh, for reasons we'll get into later. But um, there was an episode, or not an episode, but a video done by, are you aware of that guy T? Uh, yeah, he's he's crazy. Yeah, he's he's kind of going down that path. He's, he's, gone off the, he's gone off the deep end of fascism. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Black fascism. Who would who would have saw that coming? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, I, I guess when I met a Jewish fascist, I should have seen the black fascist coming. Well, <laughs> Hitler was part Jewish, so there's that. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, you know, his name does echo throughout here history, right? Uh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he made like this video where he where he was talking about how like some of the libertarian not, maybe not the party in general, but he, he used a picture of you as an example of showing like, oh look how degenerate these people are going. And I'm like Good. Yeah, good. But on the other thing it was like but I don't think that's the point of what you were doing. <laughs> like, because if I remember correctly, it is now. <laughs> it is now. But if I remember correctly, originally you were doing it in protest of the nomination of Gary Johnson to the party. It was basically your way of kind of delegitimizing the party for nominating. Well, that I mean, clown. I guess I wouldn't say delegitimizing, okay. re-legitimizing the party as a libertarian party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After they just nominated some Republican governors. <laughs> and we like, wait a minute, we need some libertarian stuff happening here. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. But they can, they can run with that. I'll live with that. Okay. You know, it's uh, performance art up to interpretation. I'm trying to make the Libertarian Party libertine again. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Degeneracy. Ah, run for the hills. Yeah, like, and you know what's, and if you if you go to like the RNC or the DNC, there's there's people just like all these things you saw at the LP too. Like just people acting weird and all that stuff. Maybe not on stage, but they're they're there acting kind of weird and wearing funny hats and coating themselves in buttons and dressing like you know inanimate objects and all kinds of weird stuff. It's not, but when libertarians do it, then they try to use that as like a way to delegitimize the LP. But it's like they do it too. <laughs> like I don't know yeah. why this is only an issue for the libertarians. And um, yeah, but people take the and then they'll turn around and take the greens seriously. And if you've ever been to a green, I have been to green meetups. I re- I have not. I was a green. I, That's how I kind of started out in politics. And when I, I remember going there and going like, I don't want anything to do with these weirdos. <laughs> and I was still like a hardcore like. I used to call myself a quasi socialist. Or if I was any more so like to the left, I'd be a socialist. Jo- it makes me sick yeah. saying that now, but I used to think it was clever. <laughs> but I remember even going there and being like. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> hell no, hell no, hell no. Yeah. Was that bad? It was really that bad, yeah. And I like, like I went to one meetup thing, and I was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to go hang out with the progressives and the Democrats, and then I eventually came over. But, um, you know, live and learn. I, you can't argue with leftists, right? They're always going to be on the left. Always, I guess. Any hoodle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so movies, you saw... Uh, 
you saw Wonder Woman, you saw the Blummy, and you saw just just today. Just you just got out of seeing the Pirates. I just of the got out of seeing Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah. before that, I saw Alien Covenant. Okay, so we should talk. So yeah, talk I'm about. pretty much all movie, all the movies that just came out that are anything really I've seen. Hmm. See, I've been missing out. Like I still haven't seen Guardians yet. Um, you missed out on Guardians? Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm fucking up, man. Here's what's weird about me, right? I'm one of those people where, okay, so when Avengers came out, I really wanted to see it. And I was, like, really kind of psyched with the first one. I was really mm-hmm. psyched for it to come out. And I was like, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. I never, and I never got around to it. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. But God damn it, when fucking Three Stooges came out, <laughs> I went and got, that was their opening night. <laughs> I saw the Three Stooges movie. Like, I have this weird thing where I just kind of – and I went and saw the Power Rangers movie. And I, I could not – Stand the Power Rangers growing up when I was when I was a kid. See, I didn't all my see friends, that. all of my friends were all about the Power Rangers, and I was like, I want nothing to do with this. This is a horrible show. <laughs> Why do people watch this crap? But when the movie came out, everybody was saying like, Oh, it's really good. And and I was looking at reviews and clips, and I was like, This actually looks like it could be pretty good. And I went and saw it, and it was pretty good. You know, it's 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 better than any Transformers movie that I've ever seen. That's for sure. Uh, it kind of had well, that feel does, too. Does that really say much? No, it doesn't say no. much. But I mean, it was no. it was basically like the Come Transformers. <laughs> if, <laughs> if the Transformers were made to be entertaining, it probably would have looked something like <laughs> the Power Rangers movie. So, well, I don't. Uh, I was never a fan of the Power Rangers, so I just skipped I. it entirely. Yeah, I don't, I just, not a, not a fan. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty good, and it actually was more like character driven. Like they didn't really get into the suits and start fighting until like the last 20 minutes of the movie or something like that. It hmm. was really kind of a short window. Everything else was just kind of like, oh, here's here's these kids and they're going through all these problems and they have all these problems and here's how they're interacting and here's how they're overcoming their problems. And I was like, hmm. this is kind of awesome. But at the same time, it's like I still wanted to see more action. But I don't know. Because when you kind of get the action, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, the other stuff is a little bit more interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It was good, though. Well, the uh, the mummy had a lot of action in it. That does not look good. You th- you liked it though, right? <laughs> it was it was a, a it was a watchable movie. Okay, it was watchable. It was watchable. I enjoyed myself. I didn't regret going to see it. Yeah, it wasn't like oh that was a terrible movie. <laughs> it wasn't like oh this is the greatest masterpiece in the history of time. Um, but it was it was definitely an all right movie. Yeah, that's it was a it was a why not go see it if you if you got some time and you want to go see it go see it kind of movie, not like a you have to get out there and go see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not Guardians, but, right? No, but okay. you have to get out there and go see Guardians because okay. that was. I'll go phenomenal. see it today. I think it's still. I think I have to check. Hopefully, it's still they're playing because it was a phenomenal movie. Uh, I can go to it, the I Roach Motel. It, it was better theater. than the first one. I'll go to the Roach, which does not happen very often. You thought it was a lot of people didn't say that. A lot of people thought the other one was better. But it, well, that's because they're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can agree on one. You can't. Thing. You can't have Baby Groot. Come on, it was so <laughs> awesome, <laughs> Baby Groot. <laughs> I have a Baby Groot, by the way. <laughs> like oh, I, yeah, and it dances when it plays music. 
Oh, I need a baby Groot. How did you get a baby Groot? <laughs> uh, Walmart. I was at Walmart one day and I saw it and I, <laughs> and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Is a dancing baby Groot that dances when you press a button? It, there's, there's a button you can press on it. There's also a switch you can click where anytime it hears like noises or anything, it'll start dancing. So if you play music, it'll start dancing. Oh, I need that in my cube. Yeah. <laughs> Annoy the crap out of my coworkers. <laughs> And it plays uh, one of some uh, – I forget which one, but it plays some Jackson 5 song. But Wonder Woman, <laughs> the, the feminist film that's, that's ruining America. Ah, yeah. Feminism. <laughs> which it wasn't. <laughs> I did no. not get that vibe at all. I, I did not. I, meant, I commented like that's probably why I may have liked it so much because it wasn't a femi- feminist propaganda. I wouldn't like it if it was a libertarian propaganda piece. Right, because I I think any kind of movie with a big political agenda that it's pushing, I find boring. Even Atlas Shrugged found really bad. Well, that was bad for other reasons. Well, too. Atlas Shrugged <laughs> was a, just a terrible movie. Yeah. Like it wasn't because it was pushing an agenda. It was because the movie was awful. Yeah, it was almost as bad as Alongside Night. Almost. That, that, that that's that's really kind of pushing. <laughs> I'm going there. It's almost as bad as Longside Night, which will be the bar of the worst movies ever for all of all of time. Like, okay. if a movie is just the worst thing ever, it will be compared to Alongside Night. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, there was a, there was a lot of good stuff in that movie, and it really was not pushing like a feminist agenda. It didn't even it didn't even have a message of like, here's what women should aspire to be, or it didn't even have the thing of like. Um, you know, oh, women can do anything that men can do because that really wasn't the message at all. Well, I think that what they got all the the uh, cultural justice warriors probably got triggered about is the one scene uh, when they're first leaving the island. Yeah, and they talk <laughs> about the the was it the twelve volumes of the books of pleasure or whatever, and mm-hmm. how they determined that men are only necessary for procreation, not for pleasure. That's probably what got them all uh, up in arms. Yeah. Well, they they said they weren't necessary for pleasure. Like you, like women could, and that you know they do. Like they, <laughs> like talk to women about sex toys. You'll learn quickly yeah. that men are not necessary <laughs> when it comes to pleasure, no. but they are necessary for reproduction. And and they don't reproduce. So what's the point? Like why bother? And I, I don't even think yeah. they had a male species because they weren't even human. They were they were the Amazonians, but they were like some kind of weird kind of place between. Demigod and human. There was somewhere in there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. They're not. They're not just. I don't know. They're not just like humans. They're a whole different thing. Yeah. And Wonder Woman, on top of that, wasn't one of them. (laughs) She was a god. (laughs) Just wasn't being told that she was. Allegedly. Yeah. The conflicting origin story is kind of. uh, But they did that in the comic books too. Okay. Where they like switched up the origin story. They kind of do that with a lot of stuff too, though. I mean, even like Batman, even like maybe not origin story, but like Batman will kind of go through phases where he's like, "Don't kill anyone, don't use guns." And, and then, then other he ones, uses guns, and then there's other <laughs> ones where he's like killing everybody with machine guns. So it's it really kind of depends on who's writing. It depends it. on who's who's yeah. writing the comic. It depends on what one it is. But the. Uh, the thing is, I I don't know. I'm not really too I'm not really too well read on Wonder Woman. I think yeah, I own I, like one Wonder Woman comic. I don't really read Wonder Woman, so I don't really have a good frame of reference 
to the comic books themselves because I didn't read them because yeah. I'm I'm a man. With... <laughs> <laughs> Men don't read female lead comic books. <laughs> They'll watch the TV show because Linda Carter was pretty hot, right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I'll watch the movie because whatever that uh, chick is, she's pretty hot for a Jew. Uh, <laughs> What's her name? Get out. I don't know, but she's like she's like one of the like super hot Israeli chicks. I don't know. They There's make them hot them. over there in Israel. I don't know how they do it. There's they must have some water over there. <laughs> like they seriously, I don't know how they do it over there, but they know how to make hot chicks. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's nothing like the West Bloomfield Jews. <laughs> nothing like those. They I are, think that I think it's probably just like a New York thing. We're just so used to seeing New York Jews, and we're just like, in, and it's not that they're ugly. It's just that they go like, "Why are you doing this all the time?" And it's just, it's a New York <laughs> accent that drives me up the wall. Boston too. What? Why are you doing all this? It's like, oh yeah, I'm just well, gonna yeah, associate a, that with them. <laughs> like, there's a pretty large Jewish community in Michigan in West Bloomfield, and I used to have to drive through it to uh, go to work. And so uh, Jews can't drive. I'm going to go ahead and pull that out there. <laughs> That's probably why a lot of them live in New York where they don't drive and okay. no one drives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Racism. <laughs> that, I'm not saying all Asians can't drive. Uh, but Asian women can't drive. So I was dating a Korean girl for a while, and I let her drive me <laughs> one place one time, and that was it. <laughs> Here's the real thing: you can make a, any. You can really with the driving jokes, though. You can really put any. Oh yeah, in yeah, yeah. You yeah, could yeah. have Polish people can't drive. You could put uh, Italian people can't drive because no one can drive. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's about right. <laughs> the, there's only one person who knows how to drive in this entire world, and that's me. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody else Everyone says he sucks. <laughs> is either psychos or assholes. Everybody else on the road. <laughs> and it's funny they all have that same opinion about you too. <laughs> uh, that's driving for you. Yeah. Like, when I went, when I used to go, because I had a girlfriend that lived in. Uh, um, Kansas City, and every time I went to Missouri, I was like, holy fuck, these people can't drive. And then when you go out and talk to them, they'll be like, yeah, man, people from California can't drive. Or <laughs> like, And then I come to Vegas, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, people in California can't drive. Or people in every, – everybody accuses every everybody, other state yeah. and every other race that they can't drive. Yeah. In every- Michigan, it's people from Ohio can't drive. <laughs> well, that's probably true, though. But we hate Ohio. <laughs> In Michigan. <laughs> we hate Ohio here in Nevada, too. <laughs> so everybody hates Ohio. Yeah. Except, except Miller. Except Miller Miller. He, he's he's cool. But, uh, yeah. He likes, he likes Ohio. I think he's from Ohio. <laughs> I don't even think people from Ohio like Ohio. Yeah. That's why I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who likes Ohio? I mean, get real. What do they got going on there? Nothing. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> the Drew Carey show. That's about yeah, it. That's about it. Well, that's over now. So now he so lives in LA. Nothing. Yeah, now he doesn't. Now he lives in LA <laughs> doing The Price is Right. 
So now they, they got nothing. Yeah. They what do they got? Yeah. No, yeah, no claims to fame. Also, Michigan, we killed their chicken. Doesn't Cleveland have, like, a, a reputation for having good chili? But they put it on pasta. Like, they eat, eat like, spaghetti or something like that. Am I, is that right? Am I getting my stereotypes uh, right? Uh, I think you might be getting your stereotypes. I don't know. I don't know too much about Ohio other than I hate them. <laughs> and Kasich's from there. Well, my my father was a mail mailman, and he knows what it's like to come home and put food on your family. And I, I was growing up. Hold on, let me put this entire pizza in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know yeah, about Ohio. I don't know if uh, you're familiar with the Battle of Toledo at all. <laughs> no. It was uh, the only war fought between uh, two states. Oh. Where Michigan invaded Toledo and took over Toledo. And then the federal government stepped in and said, all right, Michigan, you're going to have to give back Toledo. You can have the UP. And that's how Michigan got the UP. (laughs) (laughs) So we traded Toledo for the UP. It was was a bad trade deal. (laughs) Should have left that to Wisconsin. We want Toledo back. Yeah. <laughs> I think I should. I want to run for governor on a uh, retake Toledo platform. <laughs> I think that would be great. <laughs> I think that would be the greatest governor campaign ever. I think if you would ask me, like, can you, what what state has may have gone to war with another state? I probably would have said one of them had to have been. Uh, Utah, <laughs> considering no. how much everybody hated the Mormons. <laughs> no, Michigan, went, Michigan went to war, and there was uh, there only one casualty. That was uh, a chicken. We killed a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this real life? <laughs> it's real life. Okay. Michigan sacked Toledo and killed a chicken. <laughs> Rip in peace. <laughs> yeah, I and that happened. Okay. So yeah, um Wonder Woman or <laughs> we done talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the what people were up in arms about with Wonder Woman really. Yeah, I it think was, it was just politicized. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Everybody, it was a good movie though. I enjoyed myself watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think that's the only time I've ever said anything like that. This is a great movie when I'm talking about the DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's it's I I wouldn't say how if it's great. It's better than every other DC Cinematic Universe movie for the DC Expanded Universe. Mm-hmm. Um as far as DC movies go, I think it's next best to the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um but I think there's a big gap though um in between Wonder Woman and the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh but it's definitely better than everything else DC has put out as far as movies go. Yeah. DC has been good on like the TV shows and the animated series and stuff, but when it came to movies they've been failing miserably lately and this was like finally a redeeming uh movie that they've put out. Yeah. So hopefully uh what's the next one that's supposed to come out Aqu- Aquaman. <laughs> um yeah, ho- hopefully they can. Yeah, they're not going to talk about right. a fish out of water story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I have, totally I have stole no that faith joke, in though. Aquaman. Yeah, I stole that joke from Red Letter, but uh, <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, so the first ba- ba- uh, excuse me, the first one was um, Superman, the Man of Steel, and I remember mm. watching that and going like, "This is okay. This is not great. It's not bad. It's it was entertaining. Uh, it looked pretty." There was a lot of stuff that I was kind of like, this is kind of weird, but whatever. I can deal with it. Um, so it was like The Mummy. <laughs> I don't know. The Mummy looks pretty damn bad. <laughs> and then um, I saw well, – I didn't I didn't see Suicide Squad. I kind of – I start, tried starting it. And okay. I was like, oh, I wow, gotta, this is horrible. I got to rant about Suicide Squad. I got to just – they really messed that up. <laughs> To say the least. <laughs> they, they really messed it up. And you could tell, like, the problem with what they did is, like, they went in and recut, like, half of the movie after the fact. Like Fantastic Four? And you can tell that they did that. It mm. is, you watch the movie and you can see it's, like, two completely different movies spliced together. And those two movies, separate, probably would have been good. Yep. But they took them and slapped them together with a bunch of tape and silly string (laughs) and just (laughs) fucked the whole thing up. And it was terrible. And how could you do that to Suicide Squad? Come on. It was a cool story in the comic books. You could have just stayed true to that. And you could have been awesome. I mean, Harley Quinn was hot. You had a hot chick. <laughs> Come on, you ruined it. Yeah, here's what I don't get because like, I don't I don't understand the story of Suicide Squad. Like I kind of superficially understand it, but it seemed as though like they kind of messed up when they were talking about like, oh, we need to have a squad so that we can you know have like some sort of way to fight Superman if a bad another Zod came, you know, like another bad Superman comes to town. And we need to have like a defense against that, and so, so you have like a guy who can hit targets really well, and then you have a guy, or I think that's what Buck, what is his name, Deadshot, whatever. I think yeah, Deadshot. His, his super ability is that he's a good. Come Deadshot. Yeah, he can hit the target. Okay, and then you have a girl with a baseball bat. Like is this is really going to stop Harley Zod? Quinn. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Come on, it's Harley Quinn. She's <laughs> I know. hot. But I mean, like, as, as far as the story goes, is hey, that Harley how... Quinn is a doctor? Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's an educated woman. She can defeat Superman with her PhD. <laughs> with her PhD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at Batman versus Superman. All it took for them to bring pieces to find out both her names are that, that both her mother's retarded. names are Martha. Holy <laughs> shit! That was retarded. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't a woman with a, a PhD be able to defeat uh, Superman then? If, if, if Martha does. Yeah, there's always some sort of stupid shit like that with the DC Cinematic Universe. We're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, first it was it was stupid why they were fighting to begin with. And then it was like, Martha, who do you want Martha? Like, are you kidding me? This is how they're going to stop fighting? Oh, God. This is pathetic. <laughs> this is absolutely pathetic. Yeah. No, the the Suicide Squad uh, comic books are actually really good. Yeah. I'm a fan of those. That is a good story. Um, they've had multiple runs of it, but, you know, and it, it, they've been pretty good for what I've read of them. And, 
and they really they had a really good opportunity to make something awesome and royally fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I think the original cut probably would have been really good. I think the but, same thing about Fantastic Four too, though. Because Fantastic Four, and I really Four want to see it, but problem. I don't know what happened to it. Like, did they bury it forever? I hope. I don't not. know. Did they like they George Lucas it, or they tried to like not not show it to anybody? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to George Lucas the original Suicide Squad, or if I'm going to be able to ever see it. I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up with that because it doesn't really concern me too much. <laughs> but now that I'm talking about it, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing the original cut for Fantastic Four because. I know the director was ultimately pissed about the final cut of the movie because they basically kicked him out. It did a bunch of reshoots. Oh, well, Fantastic Four. It's, no one wants to see that. <laughs> it probably would have been interesting to see what they originally did with it and see how they how bad they ruined it, or if it was even worse. Well, they've done what two? <laughs> they've, done, they've done two different Fantastic yeah. Fours recently, and both of them have been terrible. Yeah. Well. The original ones I hear are are bad, but I've seen I've seen like the first two. I didn't see the Silver Surfer one, or was that the second one, or whatever. I saw one of them at least, <laughs> and I remember going like, "Yeah, these are kind of dumb." Whatever. It was like you know early two thousands, yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, when, action film. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of the same. They're all standing on top of a building, <laughs> pose, but. Um, yeah, like you know, the same cliches for all those ones that were came out in the early two thousands. But at the same time, it was it, it wasn't nearly as bad as some of the stuff I was seeing for the for the the new Fantastic Four. That one just looked like, oh, we'll just make it dark and that'll make it good. <laughs> like, yeah, like not like dark, like oh, this is dark overtones. It's like no, it's just like you could barely see what's happening because <laughs> because everything they just made everything dark. It just didn't make a whole lot. Yeah, sense. yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, the, but, you know, a lot of them need to learn from, like, movies like Deadpool. Yep. Which, watching Deadpool is like reading a Deadpool comic. It's, you know, it was very entertaining. Stayed true to the thing. Made what, what the fans wanted. It gave people what the actual fans of the comic book wanted. And that's why it was such a hit success. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And my mom they need liked to do it. that. They need to keep doing that. <laughs> like my parents liked it, and for my mom to like something with that much cussing and a pegging scene for fuck's sake, like that, <laughs> it had to be really good for my mom to like that kind of crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she does, and and admit it because because there's times where she w- she'll be like, "Oh, Super Bad was a terrible movie," but then when I'm gone, she'll tell my dad like. Actually, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> but, uh, but for her to actually come out and admit that something like that entertained her, <laughs> I was like, well, wow, it's a really? Good movie. Yeah, it was a really it's, good movie. It was movie. a good movie. And I'm not familiar uh, with comic it, books it was, at all. It was a love story. <laughs> with pegging. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest love story of all time. <laughs> but I, I, think, I think probably... The downside to something like that, I mean, it was a great film. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that movie. I think it was perfect. No, actually, there was a a deleted scene I thought would have made the movie a whole lot better when they went to Mexico. Um, That would have made it so much better for me. But I think the downside to the whole rated R thing is they're going to take away the wrong message from Deadpool, which is like, hey, let's make all the comic book movies now rated R and have them like really gross and with – 
gross jokes. See, it wasn't it wasn't because it was ra- rated R. It was well, Deadpool would have to be if Deadpool was a PG thirteen movie. I would have ripped yeah. the seats out of the movie theaters and threw it into the screen <laughs> and burnt the movie theater down and stabbed the manager with uh, a rusty keychain. <laughs> but um, uh, but so think about like something about Mary, right? When that came out, it was really there has a lot of really gross stuff in it, a lot of gross humor and stuff. And it was good, and it wasn't because it was gross that made it good. It was just funny, and you know, and and on top of that, it was gross. But what the movie studios walked away with was, let's just make a bunch of gross out movies because that that worked. And so you got shitty ass movies like American Pie, and you know, there's a whole like a good like four years in the in the in cinema where like, hey, let's just make gross shit, <laughs> and it, none of them were good. Like none of them are good. No. Yeah. No, Except Freddy got they, fingered. That was a masterpiece. But they didn't really. It doesn't seem like they really took that lesson away with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, glad. you're not seeing that. I mean, they did make Logan rated R, but it was a different kind of rated R. Yeah, it was a different kind of rated R, and really, Wolverine needed to be rated R. Yeah, I mean, Wolverine was violent. It needed to be a violent movie. It mm-hmm. needed to be violent enough to earn an R rating. How are you going to slash someone with three sharp ass blades? Then they don't bleed, <laughs> and no blood squirting everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a huge yeah. That's, mess. that's not how that. this works. It's not how any of this works. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, so it, they really did a good job with Logan. I thought Logan was a good one. Yeah. Um, I no, I haven't read the old man Logan so comics though, so I don't really know how true they stayed to that. But it was a good movie. Okay. Well, so th- that was based on a comic book series too. Yeah, Old Man Logan. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a weird so kind of anti-government to... kind of kind of sentiment to that that movie as well, where you know, like they there was a whole thing about the government hired um, one of the mutants. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for you, but you know, like slowpoke.jpg. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the, one of the mutants there was hired by the government to find all the mutants so they can go and track them down and kill them. And then there was another plot on top of that where they well, – actually, it was actually part of the plot. It wasn't just you know something they mentioned. But there was another s- plot as well where they had the, the government – was it the government of Mexico? I think it was Mexico where they were trying to develop like a, a soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same team too. And they were trying to create like mutant soldiers in order to, to, to fight off the rest of the mutants or something like well, that. Stuff like that happened in you – know, there's stuff – stories like – in in the comic book stuff like that happens. They bring stuff like that into the movies yeah. from the comic books. Like for example, if you watched Batman versus Superman, um, and you know you saw Batman get these too. crazy visions and stuff like that uh, of Superman going evil and killing people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a, a universe in in. Uh, the DC comics where that happened. And like, it seemed like he was getting like, it seems like they're kind of hinting towards that's where they're going to end up going with this whole thing is doing a movie of that. Uh, because I mean, if you notice, you know, the way that they were, they were t- in suicide squad, it was, Oh, what if Superman goes bad and starts killing people, you know? And then you had the visions uh, that Batman was getting that made him look like a crazy man in the movie and really ruined the movie. Um, in my opinion, I thought, especially if you had no clue that that 
actually was like another universe where that happened in the DC universe, you know? Were you talking about where Batman was having that weird dream? Yeah, was, where he was having the weird dreams about that was a stupid uh, dream. <laughs> yeah, but that you know that that was uh, I'm sure the whole thing. I'm sure know, there was, was the some thing. I'm sure there was some context that what if it came from a yeah, comic there, book. Yeah, there was yeah. context that if you knew uh the comic books you would you could pick up on that. Okay. Uh but it was it was stupid. <laughs> no, they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I agree. It just made Batman out to look like a crazy man. Mhm. That's all it did. It made him look like a lunatic. There's a lot of things in that movie where they tr- they it portrayed Batman like when he was going around killing people and like <laughs> I was like what the fuck? <laughs> like <laughs> Like I, I I get that there's like uh, adaptations of Batman where he's killing people and using guns and stuff like that. I get that, but at least like provide some context. Like, hey, this is well, this you're is a you're only used to DC animated Batman. Yeah, DC animated <laughs> Batman, Batman movies. But at least provide some context to like, hey, this is why Batman is acting this way, right? But they nah, didn't. Batman they didn't was do a that. killer. Okay, news to me. <laughs> I, only, yeah, I was I was really into Batman when I was a kid, but it was like the TV show and the the, the, the animated series and the movies. That was it, yeah. But no, um, Batman will kill people. Okay, news to me. No. <laughs> but um, what was it? So yeah, like that was how I was kind of used to. But if they're going to be doing that and like the popular culture who don't read comic books, they should probably have that explained to them, like. You know, Batman, you know, he's a killer now or whatever. Um, read the damn comic books. Read the damn comic books. <laughs> you damn normies. Fucking plugs. <laughs> um, I forgot I was going with that. <laughs> You're going with that. The movie was terrible. Yeah, the movie was terrible. Was ter- terrible movie. I heard I, the I thought it was terrible, cut. even though I knew, like, the things that would confuse a lot of the people that I, you know, knew. Uh, still, it was a terrible movie. And I can imagine how just terrible it would be if you didn't know what those, you know, that Batman does, in fact, kill people. And, yeah. you know, there was, if Superman actually did go evil and start killing people, you know, if you don't know that kind of stuff, you don't know that those kind of things happened in various, you know, universes and stuff like that and different lines of the comic books, uh, you're you're probably going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, I, okay, I remember I was going with this. So... Did you did you see the ultimate cut of uh, Watchmen? That's probably the last good Snyder film that I saw. <laughs> hmm. I think that's the copy I have. It's it's like almost four hours long. It's, it's yeah, like, like have three to... and a half or something like that, and it yeah. includes the cartoon and the scenes between the news, the newsstand guy and the and the kid reading the comic book, the black the black freighter. I'm gonna have to check my copy. Oh, I think that's my copy. If you haven't seen that, that's that's the best way to watch so. it for sure. Like that's the only way I will watch it. I won't watch it if it's just like the you know theatrical cut or the director's cut. Like I want to have because there's so much context in what goes on between the story of the Black Freighter, and there's so much context what goes on in the interaction between the newsstand uh, kid and, and the, the newsy guy. There's like so much context that was kind of cut out from the original movie that I was a little bit confused the first time I saw it because I hadn't read the comic until after. Mm-hmm. Um, but like once I saw like the director's cut, I was like, okay, so there's all the context I remember seeing from from the comic. Yeah, but you're not going to make a four hour Batman versus Superman. Why not? <laughs> because it would be terrible. <laughs> 
Well, they had the extended cut. I think that was almost like three hours. And, and a lot of people who saw it said that it fixed a lot of the problems. Not all of them, but it fixed a lot of the problems with it. Who did they cast as Batman? That was their number one problem. You you didn't like Ben Affleck? I thought that was, was the terrible. only redeeming thing about that movie was Ben no, Affleck. He was horrible. <laughs> wrong. wrong. He was a horrible wrong. Batman. Wrong. Wrong. No, <laughs> you're wrong. He was horrible. He was horrible. They needed to bring back Adam West. <laughs> that movie would have been I'll really good if they had what, Adam Jim, West. I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> and then I'm going to find out where this water is going. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, think that ben, I don't think Ben Affleck really did Batman justice. I did. And then Alfred. What the hell was with Alfred? <laughs> like... Really, that's who you cast as Alfred, a guy who looks like he's just as old as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the guy that's been taken care of since he was a kid, huh? Yeah. Yep. That seems legit. Right? <laughs> like, if you were doing, like, Batman as a kid, okay, I could see you casting that guy. But Ben Affleck, Batman? No, you'd better cast like an eighty-year-old motherfucker. <laughs> like, you better come real. out in a, in a fucking walker. <laughs> you better, you better come out with a crypt keeper. All right, like, <laughs> that's not Alfred. Yeah, that is not Alfred. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Get out. I don't know who decided to do that casting, but that was the worst. Even worse than Ben Affleck. That was that killed it. But I will say about this about the DC, all of them. Um, maybe not Suicide Squad because I haven't seen it, but they do have a very like anti kind of government kind of sentiment to almost all the movies. More some more so than others. Like it was a lot more prevalent in Batman versus Superman and the first Superman one. I don't know about Suicide Squad. It could have been. See, they rule. They cut out one of the best lines from the commercial that they had in there too, where Harley Quinn. S yeah, it, it was. Are you? The devil. To who? To was it Amanda, oh, the person okay. who was running the Suicide Squad uh, from the government. She says, "Worse, I'm from the government." <laughs> and they cut that. They cut that line out from wow. the uh, the movie, and it was in the previews. And I thought that it was the greatest line in the previews. I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be great." When I heard that line. Yeah. <laughs> And they cut it out of the movie. <laughs> See, I, I knew the trouble was in the water when I saw, like, was I think it was, like, the second trailer where they just started dumping in a bunch of, like, classic rock songs. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. They, they're trying to be, like, um, Guardians. <sighs> yeah. Well, they ruined it, and they could have had a really great movie because they did uh, – to Margaret Roby or Margaret Mar- – I don't know how you can say it. Margot Roby. She played a really great Harley Quinn. She, it looked like, like it. Yeah, I she played it. a really good Harley Quinn. She was a good Harley Quinn. Um, I thought Will Smith played a great Deadshot. You know, but independently of how you know them playing their roles good, the movie was just not good around them. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. just. Because it's, it's not like the show. actors messed it up. It's not like the acting was terrible, and this, you know they did a good job making a crap movie. Well, 
it's, it's entirely – I mean, even if the, if the acting was bad, I probably wouldn't pin them on that. Because look at uh, Gal Gadot, like how bad she was in Batman vs. Superman. I mean, she was like a robot. Like, she she had no emotions. She just – she was a terrible – I thought she was the best part about uh, – I thought Wonder Woman was the best part about Batman vs. No, Superman. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't know anything about acting. If no. Like that Netflix was she, bad. She saved, she saved the movie. movie. She no. saved the movie. No, she was terrible the whole way through. She just looked good, and that was it. And I yeah, thought, that's, that's, I mean, what, what do you want from Wonder Woman? To, to, to be like somewhat like a living thing and not a robot. <laughs> that's what I nah. wanted. She was that. Yeah, I'm sorry. She was. She was like a robot. And <laughs> and when I when I was the the Wonder Man when the Wonder Woman movie when that was all being announced, I was like, oh, this is not going to be good because she's a terrible actress. And on top of that, Zack Snyder's got his fingers in it, but he really kind of didn't at the end. He had some fingers in it, but not much. And then the movie came out, and I, everybody was saying it was good, and I was like, oh, well, shit, then I'll have to go and see it. If it's actually the only good DC Cinematic Universe film, I'll go watch it. And I was like, holy shit, that actually was good. I mean, it wasn't the best thing ever, for sure, but... It's definitely a no. step in the right direction. A, a big well, to, step in the right to, direction. Uh, they need to try and figure out what they did right with Dark Knight and bring that kind of stuff back. Because they did the Dark Knight trilogy really well. Yeah. And they need to figure out what it was that they did there and redo that. Mm-hmm. Because they were able to make really good ones, really good Batman movies. And, I mean, even though Christian Bale's voice stuff was really hokey and, <laughs> like, it just still was just such a great, great, great movie. Yeah. And it is the DC movie to look at and say, hey, this is a good DC movie. That those You know, those that trilogy, those are the movies that say, these are good ones. <laughs> you know? Uh, and not just Tim Burton DC movies. Those are just really great movies. I'd say the the Tim Burton Batman movies were also really good too. It's when they start when what's his name took over the guy that did Falling Up. Like the only good movie he did was Falling Up. What the hell was it? Schumacher? Is that his name? I think his name is Schumacher. <laughs> but the guy that did Falling Up, which is a fantastic movie by the way, um, mm-hmm. when he did you know was it Batman and Robin and Batman Forever? <laughs> Bad. I do still enjoy watching Batman Forever because it is bad, but it's like it's kind of aesthetically pleasing. But the, <laughs> which one was Batman Forever? That was the one with um, Jim Carrey and uh, Two Face. I mean, it was not a good movie. Mm. And Val Kilmer, it was not a good movie. But it's like I really kind of like the aesthetics of it. It's where it's kind of like we're trying to be a kid-friendly Tim Burton, yay! <laughs> but. No, it was kind of a weird looking thing, and I kind of like the aesthetic of it, but it's still a terrible movie. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you know. It happens. It's not Citizen Kane. It's not Freddy Got Fingered for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's not the Dark Knight. It's not the Dark Knight for sure. I don't know. The Dark Knight was really good though because of the bad guys. I really think that that's what really uh, carried that movie There's into a lot being of anti-government those... stuff in there too. Yeah, if you you know you look at. You look at the bad. The bad guys were just so great. Not just because they're anti-government, and maybe maybe that's why. Maybe I'm just extremely biased. <laughs> maybe it's just 
it was an anti, it was the like, bad guys were really anti-government, so I liked it because of that. What if that is why I like that? Movie? <laughs> what if it was actually complete shit? And they just had great, solid anti-government messages. No, because then you would have liked Alongside Night. <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's> <laughs> oh God, that movie was so trash. <laughs> It's almost entertaining to watch. Just you're like, how did they think this was good? It's not even. Not <laughs> even it's like not even a movie that's so bad you can watch to make fun of. It's like a please turn this off. I cannot take another second of this trash. Come on, oh, it is so bad. And I got to, I got the pleasure of watching it with the creator of it, <laughs> Neil. Yeah. Neil J. Shulman, I, or whatever else you say it wrong. Yeah, I forget, I forget the wrong way. It. I forget um, the wrong way to say it because I've been saying it wrong for so long on purpose that I forgot the right way to say it. So sometimes I'll say it right, thinking I'm doing it wrong on purpose. Yeah, J. J. Neil Shulman. Shulman. Neil J. Shulman. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, F. 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 Gene Smith. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a terrible, terrible movie. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> I, I could go on about how terrible that is. the the whole The whole thing was crap. I did. I did the the editing was crap. The acting was, was crap. Yeah. <laughs> the story. The story. The story was even crap. They didn't do a good job. Of, and I I hear how fantastic the book is, but after seeing the movie, I do not want to read the book <laughs> because you're just going to imagine all the scenes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> just. I did, I, and Kevin Sorbo, come on. I have not heard anybody say it was a fantastic book. I had heard people say that it was a really good book. That's the best of it. You know, I've heard – I think – I don't, haven't heard anybody say any like anything bad about it outside of, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, it's a typical kind of book. It kind of seems like it's kind of going the same vein of Atlas Shrugged, but it's okay. Like, that was the worst criticism I've ever heard about the book. I heard a couple of people say it was really good, but nothing like, oh, you know, it's the second coming of Atlas Shrugged, or, which I thought was a terrible well, book. This, <laughs> it's, I, Ayn Rand's just terrible. Yeah. Well, Anthem was good. I liked Anthem. That was about it. <laughs> I, just, I just hate Ayn Rand. Yeah, me, uh, me too. I think she's a status cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that was good, she basically just stole from Sterner anyway. By the way, <laughs> speaking of Fetch. which, you <laughs> you bought an interesting book, and I, I've been hearing like great things about it because I have problems with. I don't think I probably have problems with Max Sterner. I think I have problems with the translation of the Max Sterner. Well, what translation are you trying to read? I'm listening to the uh, the Audible version. Well, I have this one. I have this one. Uh, this is the book form, but as I'm kind of listening to it, I'm like, oh, it's, I'm listening to the audiobook version that's on LibriVox, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's verbatim the exact same translation. It's the uh, Stephen Bay Boyington. Boyington. Mm-hmm. So the ego this, and his own. Yeah. Do you have the unique and his property? Right? I have the unique and its property. Which is the same book it's just translated mm-hmm. different and even in the book they kind of even say at least in the introduction to this one where he's saying the the title is probably not correct tr- correctly translated but i'm just using it because it's recognizable and it's probably something along the lines of that and i'm listening to the audiobook and it's the exact same one like i said but um it's really hard to sludge through cuz i mean like i just got done listening to 
Well, with with that book, you kind of got to read it once and then read it twice and then read it again. Because it's yeah, it's it's kind of it, I mean, it's probably not poorly written. It's just probably poorly translated. Because there's parts where I'm well, just also, like, I did not absorb any things. of that. Y- yeah, yeah. The the problem is is because you're trying to translate from German, and you're losing a lot of like the sarcasm and stuff like that. So you really got to because uh, sarcasm does not translate well from German. Yeah. And they have like these weird like w- like Frankenstein words that are really mm-hmm. just like thirty words in one long word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't really. They have like, some weird words. words. So you got to you you kind of got to listen to it, listen to the audiobook, uh, read the book a number of times. With that this one here, I haven't started reading it yet. Okay, because I've I purchased one of the limited edition hardcover ones, and I'm like. I really don't want to damage it. It's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a pretty book. And it, you know, I got the number 42, which proves that it's the answer to life, the universe, yeah. and everything. <laughs> you lucky fucker. <laughs> I got, like, of all the numbers I could get, I got the best numbered one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking jelly. <laughs> yeah, 42. Uh, so that means my copy is actually the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. Everyone else's copies, shit. <laughs> Just wait until I buy my limited edition number 69. <laughs> it doesn't go up to 69, it only oh. goes up to 66. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? See, there's no way for you to top 42. God damn it. <laughs> Of one to sixty-six, you know, at least Michael Malice objectively the best number. At least Michael Malice <laughs> had six six six, so uh, that, he had like six hundred sixty-six hard hardcover editions uh, for his no, book. They only did sixty-six. <laughs> okay, fucker. Anyways, um, yeah, if they would have done six six six, I would have I would have killed for six six six. Yeah. <laughs> but what was it? Uh, so yeah, like I'm I'm try- like I just got done. Listening to an audiobook by Norm MacDonald, which I highly recommend. It's called um, – uh, Can he just read all the audiobooks? Norm MacDonald? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just- I can only imagine him reading. <laughs> he goes out. <laughs> so, so anyway. I really want Morgan Freeman to do the uh, audiobook for the unique in its property. <laughs> That would be I good. want that to happen. Someone needs to make that happen. Yeah, but I mean, like, it was not a slog. Like, it was it was really entertaining listening to it the whole way. I actually got done because li- I've read the book too, but I just got done listening, or I'm actually a little bit halfway through um, listening to the audiobook version of Dear Reader, uh, an auto, an, uh, the unauthorized autobiography of Kim Jong Il by Michael Malice, which is fucking amazing, hmm. or as dictated to Michael Malice. <laughs> <laughs> which really good. Uh, and I have no problem. Like I listen to one chapter and I'll listen to that chapter. And I'm like, got it. Understand all the information that was just presented in that thing. Just understood the story that was presented in this thing. I got all the sarcasm, whatever. I'll listen to like one chapter of, of Mark Sterner, at least this translation that I'm listening to. And I'm just like, huh? Let me go back. Cause I, <laughs> like, so I've listened to like the the three chapters of The Possessed at least four mm-hmm. times, and I'm still kind of like mm, a little iffy on the details on that one. And it, I think it has to do with the translation. I thought it was just a messy book, but then it was like, oh, a new translation came out. Mm-hmm. It's probably because well, of the translation. What you need to do is not go back and listen to the same chapter over again. Listen the whole thing through. Okay, and then go back, but listen the whole thing through. 
Okay. I'll do that then. I get yeah. I get what he's going at. I, I get where he's going at, but sometimes I'm just kind of like, where is he going off in these little little side things? And every once in a while, I'm just like, what, what is going on here? I'm not sure. I, and it's hard for me to kind of encapsulate what he's talking about sometimes. But, uh, you know, I've, I've heard summaries of, of egoism. I'm, I'm really kind of digging it. And what I do understand of the, of the book that I'm, that I'm listening to, I get it. At least the parts that I get, <laughs> I get it. And I'm kind of on board with. But we'll see how it goes. As it but progresses. what about the memes? The memes are fucking beautiful. One hundred percent fucking Donald Trump for all of his problems, for, for which there are plentiful. <laughs> they are very plentiful. The memes were good, but I'm sorry. Like I, when it you comes when it comes to political memes, memes though. But when it comes to political memes right now, I'm sorry. It's it's all Sterner. <laughs> Sterner yeah. has the best memes. <laughs> like, I thought Trump had it in the bag, but nope. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I think Bernie Sanders actually had danker memes really? than Donald Trump did. Yeah. I thought he had some pretty dank memes. Um, are you talking about the um, uh, the Blarney slanders? Was it, was, or Blar- I think it was Blarney slanders, the whole... Reddit circle jerk thing project that they did. Did you see that whole thing? No, I don't know if I saw that. Those were pretty fucking quality. <laughs> there were there were just some great ones. There were um, there were a lot of great memes this election. Yeah, it was pretty memed out. But Jill the, Stein was the worst, and, yeah. and, and Gary Johnson was pretty. Bad you know too. who had the worst memes though? Hmm. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I don't know. Jill Stein had some she, pretty she cringy She didn't even ones. really have memes. <laughs> hot sauce. Yeah, there was. Do <laughs> you remember the hot sauce? Like, there were, like, no me- <laughs> there were, like, no campaign memes is what I mean. Oh, okay. Like, she did some things that pro. would make, make, make fun of her memes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did Prince <laughs> know there about was like, Hillary Clinton? <laughs> there was, like, where was the, there was, like, the, where the Clinton dank meme stash? Where was that? Yeah. Nowhere. Because I, I their memes weren't dank. I was a part of a group called the Jill Stein Dank Meme Stash, and all all we all that could end up coming out of it was the whole Harambe thing. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you know who had some really dank memes though was actually Mimi Solsic. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> he was the Socialist Party candidate. He had some dank memes. They had a candidate. Yeah, he ran in like three states. <laughs> It was like Guam, uh, I forget, and Michigan was one of them. One of them um, doesn't even have an electoral college. Yeah, yeah. But he got a pretty significant amount of the vote in Guam. <laughs> but it's Guam. But no, he has some pretty dank memes. There were some, because what I really liked about his memes is that they like incorporated a lot of the other third-party candidates, too the people who would make his memes and like the, they're like, there was one that was the, the taco truck meme. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't, and it had like, I'm way, uh, I don't, I don't it, even know that there was a socialist party candidate. They're way out of the loop. Oh, I wonder if it's, I wonder if that meme stash is still up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, uh, you got the same. But no, there, 
there is, I'll have to send you it, but there's this great meme. I got to try and scroll through here and find it. It has like the breakdown. Because remember the taco truck debacle thing? Yeah. And uh, so it had, you know, Donald Trump, uh, get rid of all the taco trucks. Um, then it had, it had, uh, what was it? It had uh, Jill Stein talking about their taco trucks that sell kale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it had uh, Hillary Clinton. It was talking about, like, free edu- give education to the people. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I found it. I can get the exact text <laughs> and everything. All right. It had Donald Trump. Taco truck on every corner. I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> They had Hillary Clinton, I'll defer student loan payments to everyone who opens a taco truck on the corner, at least until they put all of each other out of business. That's just how the taco crumbles, kids. They <laughs> had Jill Stein, it says, we will have eco-friendly electric taco trucks at every corner which sell vegan meat with gluten-free locally sourced tortillas and biodegradable containers and fucking a gram of weed per taco. <laughs> Then it has Gary Johnson. A taco truck full of drunk juggalos could speed down your street at 120 miles per hour at 4 a.m. selling cocaine and hookers and go right through your window for all I care. A little shrug meme. I would vote. I would actually vote for someone. We will have worker-owned taco trucks and carts on every corner, free from capitalist exploitation and soggy-ass tortillas. <laughs> also, we will arm and use taco trucks as war vehicles to overthrow the state. <laughs> and I was like, well, can we get a combination of the two of these? <laughs> can, can the taco trucks overthrow the state and sell cocaine and hookers? With drug juggalos, working on drug juggalo taco trucks. I know, I know. If that was a thing, Steve Miller Miller would quit his job immediately. <laughs> it's like I have a new career path. I want to achieve. <laughs> Worker own drug juggalo, speeding down your street, selling cocaine and hookers, overthrowing the state. No soggy ass tortillas found here. <laughs> We're in fucking <laughs> bolo ties. <laughs> So there, that, that man was, bombs, uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That that one right there I think was the dankest meme of the uh election season. I don't know. That one cracked me up. It still cracks me up. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the election season, I still think the um, the Trump pulled the gun <laughs> out of the window. Like, get inside. We're going to make America great again. <laughs> oh, inside, make America great again. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite by far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I'm going to actually send that to you so you can see this meme. Yeah, well, I'm, I wanted to get it for the show notes, too. Send send me the whole uh, shebang. Thank you. Shared it. For all I shared it on your... Uh, on my fa- there. I see it on my face beast. It's on your face beast now. There we go. Now people can see it. <laughs> see, I didn't even know this guy. He looks like someone. I can't put my finger on it. He looks like a fat guy with tattoos and a beard. <laughs> he looks like someone you'd see on the Young Turks, though. Oh, he does kind of look like someone you'd see on the Young Turks. Oh, man. 
Does he also deny oh. the Ger- Armenian genocide too, or is that? <laughs> I don't know if he does. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but who knows? I don't know if this guy's Armenian. <laughs> or Turkish. <laughs> Turkish or whatever. I don't know what he denies. <laughs> I, I don't know. He could. Yep. He maybe not. I don't want to spread fake news. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so there was a lot of oh, and you know who else had some it wasn't really the memes though, it was the videos. Oh, so he's got videos in this thing too? No, Joe Exotic. <laughs> Did you watch any of Joe Exotic's videos? No, maybe I have. I, I just don't remember. Oh, he was one of the greatest. I wanted to vote for him. He uh, he he did these videos about him running for president. Oh, one okay. Of them, I know he, who this he guy was is. like a gay disabled guy. Yeah, I know who this is now. And he'd like <laughs> walk, you know like limp around, record videos. He's talking about, like, he's got nothing to hide. He's got a judgment from some bitch down in Florida and all this other he's, shit. He's got two he's boyfriends. Just, I think yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, he's got two boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, he's a gay guy. Okay, and, I know who this guy is. Yeah, he, he really he kept it real. Okay. There was, who was the other guy, the transhumanist, who, by the way, like, everybody thought was a libertarian. He's going on, like, now that Jock Fresco passed away. He was like, oh, Jock Fresco was an inspiration, and his ideas were beautiful, and we need to implement an RBE. And I'm like, whoa, what happened, guys? <laughs> like, I thought this guy was I'm not sure who you're actually. talking about. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know his name. He's got one of those weird names. Um, but he was, like, part of the transhumanist party. Hmm. This party... Resident. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't follow that candidate. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan. What's his name? Zoltan Istvan. There we go. Mm, yeah, I didn't follow him. And everybody I didn't was see any of his memes. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't. I don't think he really had memes. A transhumanist didn't have memes. I know, right? Should <laughs> be on that shit. That's <laughs> is messing up. He should be able to like make memes with his mind. Yeah. So he, he's really a terrible transhumanist. Yeah. And he should probably just admit that he's really a primitivist. <laughs> Come on. If you don't got memes, you're a primitivist. Uh, well, he, he likes an RBE. And I think I think one of the qualifications for kind of supporting an RBE or Zeitgeist or Venus Project thing is that you got to like have no understanding of technology. <laughs> like a basic rudimentary like, – like technology is magic. That's all you need to know about technology, and it will fix all of our problems. But it is magic. Up. Magnets, how do they work? Don't tell me that science shit. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> lying and getting me pissed. Don't talk, I don't want to talk to a scientist. Get real. Yeah, I'm just I'm sitting here thinking like, guys, where's this algorithm that's going to magically allocate every f- resource for 7 billion people? Or oh, I'm sorry, you want to actually like <laughs> reduce the population for what some arbitrary reason. Where's this this magic uh, algorithm that's gonna like know what everybody's gonna demand five years in advance so you can start production now? Like, where is this algorithm? <laughs> like, I don't, Google's developing it. I don't even know what I'm gonna want in five years. I don't. You're wow. gonna want Max Turner memes. <laughs> Max Turner. Okay. <laughs> let's get on this. Let's get on this RBE. The al- I already wrote the algorithm. Everyone's gonna want Max Turner memes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. 
Please tell me exists. that you got a, you got an algorithm for creating <laughs> for next. Well, I guess it's pretty simple. It's just like take take any adjective out and put spook. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then and then put Max Turner's face on it and, and do that to every existing meme, and you can do it. Yeah, you can just put Max Turner's uh, face on existing memes and just take a word out and put spook in there. Yeah. And boom. There you go. Done. <laughs> or property. And, and anytime, it re- anytime it refers to anybody else, it's referred to as my property. <laughs> nice spook, my property. <laughs> well, spook you could do that. Let's, uh, we got to find a meme and experiment with that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> meme generator. <laughs> we need a, a Baxter meme generator app. <laughs> yep. Hmm, where's the programming, guys? I guess I know programming. I guess I'll have to make that. Yep. Yeah, I'm too lazy. I give up. <laughs> so too much work. So since I haven't gone to the whole Max Turner thing, and I don't kind of recall myself an egoist, I do kind of uh, describe myself as like, at least in terms of ethics. I don't know which one that is. I think it's psychological egoism. That's the ethic part. Uh, where, you know, like I, I get that whole, the whole stance, but like I don't understand – completely with 100% accuracy like where he stands on capitalism comedies. I know he views them both as spooks. <clears throat> but one of the things that like I keep hearing from people like you know in libertarian circles is like, "Oh, anytime anyone mentions spook or Max Turner, they're a commie." Well, that's I, because everyone who's not an ancap is a commie to them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally how their their world view is so terrible. That they have to just dismiss every, any anyone and everyone who doesn't think exactly like them as a commie. Yep. Uh, I mean, you have Statist. them like it, it's crazy. Like if you don't exactly perfectly subscribe to the identical labor or uh, pro- th- pr- property theory, for example, if it's not identical uh, to someone else, they'll call you a commie. You know, you see that kind of stuff with people talking you don't agree about with the like, nap, commie. Right? Wait, 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 wait. Like wait, people on. talking <laughs> about like the difference between like a non-proviso Lockean theory of property and then Lockean theory of property with the Lockean proviso, or I should say the neo-Lockean non-proviso theory of, of property versus you know the Lockean theory of property, and the the non-proviso people will call the Lockeans uh, commies. <laughs> Um, or you'll, 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 you'll have like Georgists, they're, they're commies or mutualists. They're, they're just commies because occupancy and use. Oh, that's, that's just communism. <laughs> no, none of that. People are so quick to just label anyone and everything a communist within the ANCAP, uh, thought pattern. So if I, just, everyone's a communist. So if I say that communism is a spook. That, that's agreed, right? Yeah, communism is a spook. Anything sacred is a spook. Yeah, so, but then, like, and, and then, of course, uh, anarcho capitalists would be like, well, I, I guess I sort of am, but I don't, I don't identify with the whole Austrian voluntarist, like, mon up every five seconds. <laughs> well, that's pretty much <laughs> what like, ANCAP is, yeah. though. Yeah, well, I. Well, I'm an anarchist, and I and I favor mar- uh, free markets, not markets, but f- free markets. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm I'm not like the nap variety. Like I, I I'm more like what's his name, David Friedman. Yeah, Friedmanite. Yeah, uh, we're you know we reject the nap and everything like that, and 
we're all about empiricism as well too, not just not just uh, uh, philosophy. But um, sounds spooky. It, it's pretty spooky for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to doubt that. But like when you tell like an ANCAP, like, oh yeah, ca- communism spooked. They're like, oh, this Max Turner guy seems pretty interesting. Oh, by the way, capitalism is too. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on, commie. <laughs> We're going to throw you out of a helicopter now. Well, they just don't know what they're talking about. That's that's a, that's a big problem I notice with ANCAPs is they're idiots. I, I notice that with everybody, though. <laughs> Not just ANCAPs. It's them, too, ANCAPs for sure. in particular, though. Yeah, there's, 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 like, a weird kind of thing with ANCAPs. I think it has to do with, like, autism, maybe, because like, they want to be left alone. Well, <laughs> it's appealing to people who are chambers. autistic. <laughs> They get into echo chambers. Yeah. They block, you know, they block anyone who disagrees with them. F- surround themselves with only people who agree with them, as dictated by their Lord God and Savior Molyneux. You know, <laughs> and you know, then they only ever read ANCAP stuff. They never try and expand their horizon. They only watch ANCAP videos. They only listen to backwards. <laughs> I mean, not hating on backwards or whatever. But that's like all they listen to. They only listen to ANCAP music. You know, that's what ANCAPs do. Yep. They only wear black and yellow. <laughs> like they get rid of their entire wardrobe. They only wear black and yellow. Like, come on. Yeah, it's just crazy. I like my black and yellow, <laughs> but c- come on, man. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. Well, I do like a little teal too. Just a little teal. Yeah, you got to go with the teal. Yeah, I got a little, just a little teal. I, I, I probably both. I probably fly both. The best fly. is to wear red sweaters in October. <laughs> red sweaters in October. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Yushanka. Does that count? <laughs> no, I actually have a Soviet Yushanka. Like I, I found like a place that sold them like really cheap online. I was like, oh, I have to get one because. So, kind of quick backstory. I think you'll actually dig this. So, when I used to play uh, Second Life, I used to hang out with a lot of, like, 4chaners. Mm-hmm. Back when 4chan was, you know, being being back ironic. Ron Paul B. Yeah, when they were actually being ironic when it, when it came to fascists and not serious. <laughs> but uh, um, Oh, you're talking about after the Ron Paul days? Yeah, after the whole Ron Paul thing. And mm-hmm. then... There was like this, and there, because it was associated with another group, 4chan was associated with another group in Second Life called the the Patriotic Negras, which were like a griefer group, and they were there just to kind of like ruin everybody's day. Mm-hmm. And there was like this this blogger in Second Life who was fairly popular, at least her blog was, who's batshit crazy. She was like she defected from the Soviet Union when she was younger, and she she translates Russian books for a living and. Like everything, like she writes about everything I don't like is literally Stalinism. Like, like that's how, that was like most of the topic of all of her blogs. And so she started accusing hmm. us of being Stalinist. And rather than trying to be like, no, we're not Stalinists. A lot of us are like libertarians. We went to like, okay, we're Stalinists. And then we <laughs> we made the whole like the whole entire sim to be like um, you know post Lenin <laughs> Russian <laughs> like Art Deco everything. Yeah, and. It, um, <laughs> And it, and it kind of spilled over into real life, too, where, like, when we were started hanging out with each other, we would wear, like, Soviet Ushankas. And I still have my I still have my, my Soviet Ushanka. I still have my uh, Soviet <laughs> Russian flag that I'll put up if I'm trying to make a point about something. <laughs> like, people are like, why do you have that thing? It's like, 
Because I'm making a point. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have it. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so there's occasion, occasions where you'll find pictures of me wearing a Soviet Yushanka behind a Soviet flag. They exist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, totally, like, ironic. And, like, it's funny to watch some ANCAPs, like, have mental breakdowns when they see that. It's like, dude, can you not understand, like, humor? <laughs> Is that not a thing? Well, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't understand humor. And, you know, that's... They don't really understand a lot because I think it is the autism thing. There's a lot of autism in there. Yeah. And which is sad. I guess kind of making fun of autistic people, but they're just terrible. I don't even think it's autistic. It's just um, a mild case of the Asperger's. Yeah, a mild case <laughs> of the Spurgs. Just a little Spurgy. Maybe they, not, maybe they are not at actual spurg lords they just don't like people <laughs> it just seems like they're spurg lords because they can't look you in the eye uh <laughs> could be they're not paul joseph watson level but yeah <laughs> they're pretty up there <laughs> but pretty bad but pretty bad yeah. yeah they are pretty bad i gotta say that they're pretty i don't know which I, is i just i just can't stand it how Close-minded you can be to other ideas, you know, to where everything is everything is either your idea or communism. Yeah. Like, you, you got no room for reading anything else because, oh, no, that's just communist propaganda right there. Can't read Max Turner. Can't read, can't read other anarchists. Uh, agorism, that's just communism. Can't read Konkin. Konkin's a commie. Like, get the... <laughs> Like what the? <laughs> like are you? They have gone off the deep end, you know, when they're calling agorists commies. Look, not even Janiel Shulman would stoop that low to call agorism. No, <laughs> not even, not even. And he's he's pretty an like he's so ancappy he won't even mess with Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> not gold and silver. It's not gold and silver. It's funny, like if you talk to a lot of old time libert, I, I remember when I first got into libertarianism back in, oh, was it two thousand five, two thousand six? And I didn't actually become an ANCAP until a couple of years later. I think it was two thousand. I don't know, but yeah, two thousand seven. It's been or two thousand six, late two thousand six is when I became an ANCAP. Anyways, because I remember I found my ticket where I was actually on the train reading Rothbard and going, "Holy shit!" That's when I became an anarchist. Uh, anyways, um, what was it that made it? It was uh, For New Liberty. For New Liberty? I, I downloaded the book because the title was The Libertarian Manifesto. So I was thinking, okay, this is the manifesto for small government, right? And it just <laughs> slowly – Plot twist. Yeah, it just slowly kind of went down this whole path of, well, you don't need this service from the government. You don't need this service. And I was like, yeah, okay. All right. Whoa, wait. Hold on. We don't need that. We wait, hold, hold on. Wait. Fuck you, Rothbard. <laughs> you piece of shit. And I used to make fun of uh, ANCAPs or anarchists in general, too. And then it was just like, fuck, I'm convinced. Um, forgot where I was going with that whole train of thought thing. Um, shit. How long did you stay in ANCAP hell for? <laughs> the spooky Mormon hell dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing. Like I, I still, I, like if if anybody asks me and they just want the short, quick answer, it's ANCAP. But I'm starting to kind of move away from that now because everybody's associating. Oh. I'm moving away from that because 
because when people hear that, they automatically assume Molyneux and Cantwell and Chase Richards, whatever his name is, her name is, whatever, whatever yeah. his preferred pronoun is, uh, <laughs> attack helicopter, whatever. Um, probably, probably, I think that's something that Ann Cabs have in common is they all seem to sexually identify as attack helicopters, <laughs> which I think really says something about their masculinity, where it's so threatened that they have to be like, I'm an attack helicopter. What's funny is any kind of vessel is actually a, a she. So if you identify as an attack helicopter and because that carries people, it's a carrier. Therefore, it has to be a she, just like your car is a she, uh, ships are she's. They're always referred to as she. Well, she's. that depends on who you're talking to, though, really. I know people who identify their cars as he's. Well, they're, they're, they're trans. They're, their car is a trans man, then. They're, they're women. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trans am. It's a woman. It's a woman. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my cars have always been women. Okay, yeah, and but but the reason why, but I most do people... sexually identify as a nineteen sixty seven Cadillac Eldorado hot pink with whale skin hubcaps and all leather cow interior and big round baby sea lights for headlights and get dingle balls too. <laughs> you gotta have the dingle balls. I was just testing how long you could actually put that in there, and I just put that lyric from that Dennis Leary song in there, and. Yeah, you can actually put quite a bit. You, <laughs> your gender identity on Facebook can be quite a number of words. <laughs> just, I was like, there's no way to let me put this. <laughs> All right. I guess, that's what my, I guess that's what I identify as now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to smash the keyboard. I should change it to, like, what's your preferred pronoun? Just, like, just hit a bunch of letters on my keyboard and see whatever it makes. And <laughs> say, like, if you don't respect that... <laughs> You better respect call you a bigot. You if you don't refer to me as all your oppression. What? Oh, preferred pronouns. <laughs> I mean, I understand it. I get it. But whatever. It's just yeah. It's it's hard for me to to. Rem- it, it it would be easy if it was like my mother, or if it was I'd my re- sister, or like someone that, that I lived with. That would make with. it hard. It makes uh, it harder when you know if like if I'll ju- like I have no problem with pronouns if someone tells me their pronouns first meet right. Yeah. Switching them, no. One, you know, I I got a uh, yeah. Really, I agree with uh, yeah yeah. I agree. Really great friend of mine. She's you know known her. And I'm really trying hard to do this right. She's really great. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And, I have to say, I have a, a you know, I've, I've known her for years. I was in a band with her for years. And, you know, then I'm switching how I'm referring. And I, every, like, I feel so bad, too, every time I slip up. <laughs> like, every time I'm like, dude. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, and it just, yeah, it's so, it, it's, so it, it's like impossible, like when you're right there, you know, you're just talking, you're not really thinking about what you're saying, you're, you're just, having a beer, you know, yeah, having a beer, <laughs> smoking a cigarette, and then boom. What you've been saying for the past, you know. How's it going, how, man? Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, <laughs> I've done that so many times. Yeah. And it pisses me off. 
because it's so hard. It's just <laughs> so hard to do. Yeah. And I don't know how people can actually keep up and do it right. And uh, well, if I guess you I'll devote s- your entire life talking about it, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be okay. You're not gonna have too much of a problem doing that. I got to. I got to like devote my entire life to talking about for pronouns yeah. now. <laughs> just to, just to make up for that one time. Yeah, I, I have a similar oh, situation. Man. I had a roommate and the whole entire time I was a roommate with this person. They were they were a man and then it wasn't until like a couple years after I moved even out of state that they were that they changed. And even still, when I talk to like friends, like, oh yeah, so I was I was talking to him and uh, her, and they were like, oh, dude, what? And I, like, don't get mad at me. I've known them for ten years, <laughs> and yeah. I've always been saying he. And then all of a sudden, I'm supposed to change, and I'm supposed to immediately adapt to it. No, there's going to be a transition period. Like he transitioned. It's be a very long. Transition See, I just did it too. again. Fuck, sorry. She transitioned. Now it's time for me to transition my pronoun usage on her. <laughs> sorry, it's, it's going to be. Wow. It's really a, yeah. it's a lot to it's a lot to really want people to do, and even in like real life, you don't know someone. Sometimes you'll you'll say the wrong gender and not even realize it. Yeah, it's not like everybody's wearing a badge like here's like a button or something on their shirt at all. Well, time. even if it's like clearly, like I like if I've just slipped up and said like dude or ma'am or sir yeah. or when I'm you know just not even thinking. You know, going like I'm going through the drive-through, you know, and not even paying attention to the gender of the person. Not even paying attention to what they're, you know, what they're portraying as their gender anyway. You know, and just said something, you know, <laughs> and just and I look up and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I totally just called that dude now. a chick. Now my food's totally getting spitted. Ah. Oh, Damn it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I made the mistake last night of going to Taco Bell, like a, a way off topic, but whatever. And I just had an epiphany. When I went to, when every time I go through the drive thru, they always say, like, you know, like, have a good one. And I'm like, okay. And I always thought for a while, like, okay, they're telling me having a good one as in like having a good day. And then I took a shit afterwards and I realized, ah, have a good one. All right, I get it. Taco Bell. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Anyways. <laughs> they should tell you that at White Castle. Yeah, White Castle. That would be a that'd be a great place. Have a good. That should be their tagline. <laughs> You'll have a good one. <laughs> You'll have a good one. Yeah, you will too. That's will. Uh, that's some colon blow. Yeah, that's what that stuff is. That is colon blow, and it is amazing. Yeah, because I was talking to MK and going back. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of colon blow, <laughs> MK Lords. Jeez, oh, peace. We, we were talking about contrapoints, and I, I there was like a point where I was like, he, she, they, whatever. It, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what he refers to himself or she herself as whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I, 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 unless I saw the video on her his whatever channel telling me what it was, how am I supposed to know? I've been informed that it's they. I have a problem with they. It's hard for me to say they because it's. It almost seems like I'm trying to. It's. Un- no, I have a problem with they because of the way that I speak. Yeah, they is unnatural. That's what. That's the point that I because I tend to, to be like they is. You know. You know. She is. He is. They is doesn't no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now that's now if you say they is, that's appropriating black culture. <laughs> you simply can't win. So now I, now I get in trouble. So if I I use the right I use the preferred pronoun, now I'm culturally appropriate. <laughs> I, I, it's, 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 you can't win. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> you can't, you can't win. No, nope. this 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 game is unwinnable. <laughs> no matter what you do, you lose. All I gotta say is all <laughs> those social justice warriors. They is crazy. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Where's Rachel Dozel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, talk uh, about cultural appropriation. Yeah. Dude, by the way, did you see that there's – speaking of awesome memes going back again, <laughs> there was a, a picture of uh, – two pictures of Rachel Dolezal, one when she was white and one when she was black. And it said, the first one goes, me. And the second one is me after seeing the Black Panther trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Oh, wow. It actually looks good. And I really – I already know I want to see Black Panther, so I don't like have to watch the trailer because Black Panther is awesome. Yep, he's a he's badass. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm going to see that. And what I really like, what I'm what I'm really hopeful about this movie is that it's it can't be an origin story because we already got the origin, uh, like a quick rundown of the origin story. In, in the, uh, they could Civil just War. do. Oh man, no, they could do an origin story again. They could just make it longer. Oh, I hope not. I'm they so could. tired of that formula: origin story, and then oh, they're gonna go fight some bad guys real quick, and it's usually a beam in the sky. Okay, there you go. <laughs> like I'm All getting right, tired of that formula. Cut, here's a cut scene with Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> still waiting on Thanos. <laughs> like Doctor Strange was really good. Because even though it still had that that similar kind of formula, there was a there was enough differences to keep it interesting. Whereas all the other ones are, haven't been that way. What do you mean? It, it's the same story, like origin story, and then quick, we got to beat somebody up real quick. <laughs> no, Doctor Strange's yeah. origin story. Hmm? Doctor Strange's origin story. Exactly, that's what I mean. Up. But it was a it was it was different enough. Like the things that were happening in the in the in the movie, like they were different well, his enough origin to keep it was a little bit. His, I mean, his origin was a little bit more different than. And and other... the, the and the end kind of battle was a little yeah. bit different too, because it really wasn't really as much of a battle as it was like a battle of wits. So there was like differences enough to kind of keep it like okay, they're not just fighting a beam in the sky again. Are you <laughs> like aware? They're, they're keeping it somewhat new. Are you aware that there's a comic book with of Doctor Strange and the Punisher teaming up? Oh shit. Called Magic Bullets. <laughs> okay. That exists. <laughs> just, just, just wanted you to know just, that. Just do about that. Just think about how awesome it is that that's the, the matchup that you never thought you really wanted, but now that you know it exists. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to have to dig into it. Yeah. <laughs> I never got into comics, but that actually does sound really good. <laughs> Doctor Strange and Punisher. Yeah. How can you beat it? You can't. Mm, well, maybe maybe a Planet Hulk is going to be a thing. 
<laughs> we'll wait for the Planet Hulk movies. That you know what I really happen. want them to do? Is to, there was a comic book, oh, what was it like probably like 20 years ago, called Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe? <laughs> that might be a where, good thing. Maybe we need that. <laughs> well, this, this, is what I, this is what I'm thinking is what they need to do is end the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, with Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe. Uh, have Punisher kill off all, uh, just do like, just like the comic book, keep true to the comic book, have him kill off all the superheroes and supervillains and, uh, end it right there. Yep. Start over and start over, start over from scratch. No more origin story this time. No more origin story. And do it right this time. And not, not no origin story and all that kind of stuff. I don't mind the origin story, but put X-Men in with the rest. Don't have it separated. Well, that's a whole copyright IP. Yeah, thing. it's yeah. T- terrible. Licensing. So what they could do is they could end the because Deadpool also killed the Marvel Universe, and Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, which is team, which was together. like a uh, like a they made that kind of like afterwards is kind of like almost like a mocking celebrant, cel- <laughs> you know, celebratory thing of Deadpool. I don't know how to say it, the parody of it, I guess. Um, so they could end the X-Men, um, universe with Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. They can end the Marvel expanded universe with, uh, Punisher kills the Marvel universe. And then what they can do is they can, uh, redo all the movies with all of the Marvel universe actually together and not split up like that. Hmm. And then have a DC crossover. (laughs) <laughs> no no <laughs> not not are you more of a dc or marvel uh i guess marvel oh yeah DC so then you characters. don't read comics right <laughs> <laughs> uh, dc dc they're they, a lot of their stuff is way too op for me and, <laughs> and like the the balancing out of it is terrible like you pointed out at the beginning, where you were, uh, where we were talking about, you know, the matchup between like a Harley Quinn and a Superman. Like DC actually does that kind of stuff. Like Superman versus Lex Luthor, get real. <laughs> yeah. Like Superman I- would crush Lex Luthor without even trying. The dude was just a, a, a rich, smart dude. He could have killed him in an instant without yeah. even blinking. Same with Batman. Get out of here. You know, so they do these, you know, completely uneven matchups of someone who's so overpowered that they would demolish whoever they're fighting in an instant. And I just, that pisses me off. Yeah. And, and DC is all like, a, I know they have Thor from Marvel, but. DC has a lot of kind of like god characters, like they're like they're unbeatable like characters. Like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. is a god, um, Superman is is pretty much a god. Uh, you know, all all the Kryptonians when they come, Zod and Zod and all them, Zond. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty much gods. Yeah, they're pretty much gods. Like they're all like unbeatable. Whereas. Like you'll look at the Marvel universe and like you'll see that they're constantly like getting their ass kicked sometimes. <laughs> like sometimes they'll get their ass beat. Like Wolverine has some major losses. Yeah. You know, but he dusts himself off and keeps going. 
See, that's what I like about the Marvel. Okay, I see that. Is that Marvel is more like... Even though they're superheroes, it's not like, oh, okay, he's just going to go in and beat everybody and we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's not like that. But... The bad guys, on the other hand, like Thanos, like... <laughs> like but none of the good guys are like super OP like that. I guess maybe like Scarlet Witch or, um, but even then, it's still, you know, you're not putting up, you know, Scarlet Witch up against, you know, they don't do that in Marvel. Scarlet Witch up against what? The Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're not. You know, Scarlet Witch would kill the Black Widow. Kill Black Widow in an instant. Yeah, um, not really doing that. But but I will say that DC has Alan Moore, so there's that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, Stan Lee is uh, awesome. And his his uh, appearances in the Marvel movies is great. Yeah, but isn't he like a hardcore <laughs> Democrat, though? At the end of the day, Alan Moore is a straight – well, he, he's a lefty anarchist, but, you know. You could totally tell he has some right, definite some more writer leanings as well. Oh yeah, but then, but yeah, you have that too. But you also what I what I think big thing that pisses me off about though is like a lot of the bad guys in DC are the good guys in my opinion. <laughs> Bane, or at least in the movies, they're Bane. You know, Bane at least in the movies. Anarchy for a huge good guy right there. You have Anarchy. Uh, I mean, the guy's name's Anarchy, crying <laughs> out loud. You know, come on. He's he's the fucking good guy. Uh, and Batman's trying to stop him from freeing the world. Piece of shit, Batman. <laughs> Fuck off, Batman. Status ass. Status uh, ass clown. You communist. <laughs> communist Batman. Everyone I hate is communist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Batman's a communist. No. <laughs> There's only two kinds of people in this world, me and communists. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, that is like literally how a lot of Ian gets too. Literally. Literally. Yeah. It was literally how they think. Yeah. yeah. And I do not use that Hi, word. Dave. Hi, Dave. Wrong either. <laughs> That's... Hi, Dave Painter. Love you, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. It's a shout out if he's listening. Yeah. Seeds Liberty. <laughs> yep. You're either with us or you're with the communists. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not going to do it in public, but yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, 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 with, I'm with whoever's wearing the man thong on stage. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> We should, probably, we should probably start wrapping this up. Uh, <laughs> you got anything you want to plug? <laughs> yeah, I'll plug uh, man thongs. Man thongs. <laughs> Hashtag please donate. I still need man thongs. A- apparently, from what, I w- <laughs> from what I understand, the only place, the only like sto- store that you can go to that actually sells man thongs is Kmart. That is completely factually inaccurate. Okay. Well, I mean, like, unless you go to a laundry store, right? Where, where no. are they selling these You things? can go to sex shops. That's kind of a laundry store, though. <laughs> That's what I mean by that, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But, yeah. Like, the, was it the, I don't know what they have out by you, but they have, like, 
a Cirilla's or uh, Cirilla's actually gives you a discount if you're a male stripper. Oh, yeah. So, so you tripping on the LP <laughs> that counts? I don't know if that counts. Okay. When I used to actually, I did Moonlight as a male stripper for a while, <laughs> and that counted. Okay. <laughs> Before I stripped. Why do you think I had the thong? I just didn't have a thong. <laughs> I was like, what do you think? I just went out and bought this for the show? No, yeah, I just bought this. I, I had that. <laughs> it's my stripping thong. Yeah. You know how many singles have been put into that thing? <laughs> I saw two. <laughs> I saw a couple. Way more than that. <laughs> so, oh, but, you yeah, want to? You just want to plug the Audacious Caucus? Yeah, I want to plug Audacious Caucus. Uh, go on Facebook, Audacious Caucus. Uh, it's the the libertarian wing of the Libertarian Party. Don't let the radical caucus fool you. They're a bunch of moderate, milk toast uh, pragmatists. They're not uh, real radicals. They love government, love authority. I didn't realize so, we were going to be recording caucus. this long and my alarm was going off. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> and I should plug so, one more thing. Yeah, if, if you like the show, go and rate us on iTunes. If you want to give it one star, cool. If you want to give it five stars, even better. And if it's, you want to leave a funny one, I'll probably give you a, a, a funny ANCAP flag <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff and a Ben Stone book. So... The Ben Stone book. Yeah. yeah leave a good. funny comment right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're eligible. <laughs> <laughs> but you should still leave a funny comment nonetheless. But everyone should go like uh, Libertarian Party Audacious yeah. Caucus right now. Do the thing. LP Audacious on Facebook. LP Audacious on Twitter. Yeah. You got, you yeah. got Twitter too? Your own Twitter? It's LP, LP Audacious. Oh, you run it? Uh, no. Oh, that's this your Twitter? Uh, his Twitter. Okay. No, my Twitter is... Oh, jeez. What is my Twitter? King James. Something like that. <laughs> All right, man. Great yeah. talking to you. <laughs> All right. Worms. 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 <laughs>